0: Today's episode is sponsored by the Christian Standard Bible. The goal of the CSB is to be faithful to the original languages without sacrificing clarity, all the while maintaining both accuracy and readability. With beautiful designs and multiple study Bible options, everyone, from adults to teens to children, can find a CSB Bible that they enjoy. Learn more at csbible.com. Welcome to Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. I'm your host, Chris Fuller, and back in the studio with us today is my lovely wife, Janelle Fuller. How's it going, sweetie? It's going. All right. Well, today on this episode, we're going to be talking about The Chosen Versus the World, a look at Christian entertainment. So we're going to be going over some of our discussions from the chosen i guess from that we've had personally and then we're gonna look take a look at uh, christian entertainment versus like worldly entertainment and kind of just talk about everything it's gonna be completely mash l- up yeah so without any further ado are you ready let's go let's go Wow, we are so long-winded in these intros.
1: You are (laughs) long-winded. I barely said anything.
0: Listen, listen, we are one, so we're long-winded. That's just the way it goes.
1: That's not really fair.
0: How are you doing (laughs) this evening, my dear?
1: I'm starting to get tired.
0: So this is the, actually, I mean, it's been a couple weeks since you last heard from this beautiful lady, but uh, it's the same night for us. Yes. So and this is typically what Mark and I do. We batch record a couple episodes every single time we get together for various reasons. But uh, yeah, so we're back here in the studio tonight. I'm looking forward to today's conversation. It actually came from a listener who wanted to know more about the different looks. Hollywood. I'm sure. We'll go with that. But uh, before we get to that, Janelle, I have a banter question for you. Okay. Okay. Who's your favorite Disney character? Oh, the disappointing. I can't believe you asked me that on
1: a podcast. Well, haven't you guys, didn't you guys just do Uh, this like three podcasts ago?
0: But we haven't heard yours.
1: But this isn't fair. I would have to say. Male or female, animal, companion. I'll give you mine,
0: okay? (laughs) We did did favorite Disney movie of the different decades, but anyways. So my favorite Disney character. No, not Bruno right now. (laughs) Is actually Cusco because he's hilarious.
1: Okay, Cusco. I, like, I like Kronk more than I like really? Cusco. Really? Wow. Yeah. Why? He's funny. <sighs> Cusco's self-centered.
0: He's hilarious. He's, he's like
1: funny, yeah. but. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then you get Isma, Alama. I thought he was supposed to be dead.
1: <laughs> I know he Anyways. is funny, but Kronk is like
0: squeaky. Okay, he's squeaker. Sweet.
1: Squeak. Not the smartest, you know. He's not the smartest, but he's like sweet and endearing and he like is trying to help everybody. Even though he's kind of on the what, bad side, what? he's really just trying to help everybody that's what? around him. My
0: spinach bites. <laughs> yeah, Poor so cronk. so cr- you're going to go with Cronk for your favorite Disney. No, I said oh. that
1: I like Cronk. Don't put words in my mouth. I was just
0: asking. It was I, know. A question? I know. I know. Calm I know.
1: Down. I'm just saying, no, that's not my favorite. Oh, I'm just cow. saying that I like Cronk better than Cusco. That's all I was trying to say.
0: Okay, so I, I'm waiting for your answer I here. I don't
1: know. I was stalling this for is, you
0: and then you had to interject the I know, in but this is such tactic. a
1: loaded question.
0: I'm just going to answer for her. It's Aladdin.
1: No. Okay. No, actually. It's Simba. I think. Simba. Okay. You
0: are my son.
1: No. Okay. I'm just going to make this complicated. So. Okay. I would say favorite, because I can't just say favorite Disney character. Sure. Uh, favorite male lead character would probably be Flynn Rider. Okay. Don't laugh at me.
0: (laughs) You're funny. (laughs) I'm going to totally change the question. Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, uh, all right. You know what? Forget it. Mickey Mouse. Wow.
0: There you go. So basic. Uh, Anyways. (laughs) So. Because Nothing that was that was so short. It's that's not true, but uh, because that was such a short little banter. Because I don't know, you're just not used to talking on the podcast. I guess
1: keep talking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna do some of the ask Instagram questions, and I actually did several questions this time to kind of give us a little choice here or there what we want to choose. But the first one comes from Marissa. 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 <laughs> it's a for Marissa Ladson. Uh, and she said, would Mr. Nezer's chocolate factory get taken down for violations of labor laws? <laughs> that <laughs> is hilarious because Laura and there are kids. And yes, yes, he would be shut down. But child labor camps is not a joke. Marissa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, uh,
1: well, I was going to say, can vegetables really be children, though? But then I was thinking about it, and there's baby corn, baby, baby carrots. Baby carrots. So you got I, it. Yeah, I answered so, my question before. But, there you go.
0: So let's do uh, another funny one from Marissa, because she had a bunch of them that were hilarious of, uh, should Gru pay his minions minimum wage? Yes. Again, she's all about the labor laws here. But uh, yeah, I think <laughs> actually the the minions should unionize. And and fight for a fair contract. Does he
1: not pay them at all? I'm not that familiar with. You know, he
0: doesn't pay them. They they just their whole sole purpose in life is to serve a master. Like if you ever watched the movie The Minions,
1: I feel like
0: like they were serving like yes. the dinosaur and like these different creatures, and then they found Gru.
1: But are they happy? Do they have they all are. their needs met?
0: They are. Well, I don't know about all their needs. It's kind of mean and cruel to them. It's almost like a victim mindset. Like they get set into like, oh well. He's our captor, so we'll just.
1: I see. I'm just not. I haven't watched it enough to really be. Fam- I like. I know the storylines, but I don't like. I've not watched them enough.
0: We're gonna do all questions from Marissa tonight. So here's another one from Marissa. That you should be able to. Are unibrows unattractive?
1: I guess it depends on who the unibrow is attached to. Are so nice?
0: <laughs> yes, Marissa. They are unattractive. They're disgusting. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I would say you could probably take care of that with a slight wax. No,
1: you would. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that they're the most attractive uh choice for your face. <laughs> but for <laughs> but every pot you there's a like lid. It, then go for it. Ooh, if you for, feel like you can pull it off, then go for it.
0: For every pot there's a lid. <laughs> uh is ketchup a smoothie? Another one from Marissa. No. Well, it's pureed tomatoes, right? It's not. So it is technically like, what's what's okay. a smoother? What's a smoothie? Pureed what? Fruit. Okay. Well, tomatoes is but technically a fruit, so.
1: It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. Smoothies are like ice.
0: Marissa, if, if tomatoes are technically considered by some a fruit, wouldn't that make Bob a fruity tails? Not okay. a ve- veggie tails.
1: Okay, but smoothies are on ice. ketchup is not blended no ketchup ketchup (laughs) ketchup is not blended with ice and other ingredients well i mean yes it's got it probably it does have other ingredients but it's not a blended drink no ketchup is not a drink so no it is not a smoothie okay no
0: we're gonna move on for another marissa uh, question who do you think is an underrated hero you want me to answer Samwise Gamgee, Lord of the Rings. He's an underrated hero. What person in their right mind would travel with another friend to the depths of death and all the while all he cares about is the comfort of his friend? Even so much so when he thought his friend was dead, he was going to carry the ring of power into Mordor himself before his friend to finish the quest for his friend. He is an underrated hero. You would do it. Possibly. But I am not Sam Wise.
1: No, but I'm, you said who would do it, and I'm saying you would do it.
0: Maybe. Depends on the person.
1: <laughs> if it was Mark, you would do it.
0: Mark, I would do it. <laughs> You're my Frodo. Uh,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Total Baggy it. Pants.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Who's your uh, underrated hero?
1: I don't know that I really... I don't know that I can comment on that. I got nothing coming to mind. <sighs> okay. We'll one we Sorry, on. Man,
0: you're just... You're the, the, I, the coffee's I'm, wearing off no, at 10 I've o'clock at night. Other,
1: I can't think of... The the first okay. person that comes to mind is Chuck. But he's... But he's not underrated, yeah, he, really.
0: It, he is the hero. I mean, the show okay. is called Chuck.
1: Yeah, but he's only the hero because of the computer that is in his brain.
0: But he's still the hero. Is he the hero? Well, yeah, they named the show after him. so.
1: That doesn't mean anything. All
0: right, so the last question from Marissa is, my coworker said, if we are mostly water, are we fruit gushers? And she wants our opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Next time you see Marissa at church, you'll be like, where do you come up with this stuff? Um, So if we're mostly water, right, because we're supposed to be, what, like 70% water is our body makeup or something like that, I think. So, for mostly water, are we fruit gushers? Well, I'm not a fruit.
1: I would say we don't have a gummy outer layer, so no.
0: I am not a fruit gusher. I'm just a, a human gusher, a water gusher, uh, a blood gusher. I don't know. If I burst, it would gush something.
1: <laughs> this is disgusting.
0: <laughs> All righty. So, uh, Jania, what coffee are we drinking tonight?
1: Uh... The Hon- Honduran, Hon- the,
0: Honduran, the Honduran, yeah. yeah, good job. I was wondering if you're going to remember I or remember. not. Good job. And who roasted that? Where does it come from? What's the flavor of the body? Is it a mouthful? Is it velvety? Is it just kind of bland and watery? Does it? I mean, what, is it okay, like a chocolatey notes and caramel the official, notes? Like, I
1: didn't, I don't remember, and I didn't do the official like coffee tasters that's so. it
0: stop the show we gotta taste the coffee and we'll be right no i'm just kidding i'm not gonna stop the show and taste coffee <laughs> see i'm getting to the slab happy stage now
1: okay you roasted it <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know any of the other answers <laughs>
0: <laughs> i paid the fifth is this multiple choice <laughs> anyways uh, yeah i, I think a, it had caramel didn't it it's a medium roast it's got uh, a, a caramel nutty flow uh flavor profile to it uh
1: Do you know how to actually sip coffee the right way? Yes, I do. How? That's how.
0: (laughs) You slurp it super fast so it hits the back of your tongue, and little like you—they got cupping spoons, and like that's the proper way. You you cup it, and then you dip the cup—you dip the cupping spoon down in the cupping cup.
1: Yeah, you want the coffee to hit every single part of your tongue (laughs) all at once, right? Yep. So okay, well, you knew more than I thought you did.
0: See, she (laughs) doubts me at every turn. Oh, I don't. But I am Samwise Gamgee. (laughs) The underrated hero. Listen,
1: sometimes I just want to see if I can teach you something new because you already know way too much about way too many different things.
0: That's not true. Anyways. Yes, it is. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) Um, Let's go ahead and read the review for the night because hopefully, I mean, it's getting kind of late. Hopefully, we're not an hour and 20-minute show again (laughs) tonight. Oh,
1: wow. Look at your record.
0: But no promises. (laughs) So this one comes from Kells256 kells you think that's a boy or a girl i am not <laughs> nope um and that kells writes everyone needs to listen to the blah, dot 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 and i need to cut it off so i i don't know what the dot after the dot 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 but anyways it says i've been listening to this podcast on spotify but wanted to leave a review they are amazing and has helped me thought the long drive what Help me through, I'm guessing, the long drives (laughs) alone and the quiet times.
1: The what is not part of the review.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go back and restart that sentence. They're amazing and have helped me through the long drives alone and the quiet times I have had since my mom passed away two weeks ago. Mm. Way to make a joke on the sad review. I I have fell in love and they have answered so many questions I have had over the years that no one seems to be able to answer. I've even got my fiancé in on listening as well, and it has brought us closer being able to have our own discussions about faith and our own thoughts about the topic of each show after we have listened together. You better straighten up their listening. So anyone and everyone needing a good laugh or just trying to get some questions answered need to listen to these two or four because we've had Beth on and now we've had you on, and so now there's four. Thank you, Kels. We appreciate the review, and don't forget... If you have not left a review, I think we have like 16 spots left open for reviews before we do the 100th review giveaway. I didn't talk about that the last time you were on. But, uh, yeah, so if you haven't left a review on Apple iTunes, please do so now. And you can leave a a rating on Spotify, but uh, we don't see who leaves the ratings. We just appreciate the ratings because it helps the algorithms and us get into the ears of other listeners i
1: think it's cool on a lot of your reviews it, it's like a husband that's list that's listened to it and has shared it with his wife or a girlfriend that's shared it with her boyfriend or fiance well that has shared it and then it's like they it like brings them together to do some sort of what can mark and i activity. say
0: mark and i are just cupids we're the spiritual cupids no, 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 no. of society. You didn't
1: bring them together originally. I'm saying it's cool. I, I know what
0: you're saying. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Anyways, let's dive into this important and fun conversation. Of I like the title of "The Chosen versus the World." A look at Christian entertainment. <laughs> why? Why are you giving me the look like you're just crazy and like Listen, really slapped? You know
1: happy? what you you just. You just go for it. We're going to go for it. So (laughs) uh,
0: before we jump into, well, basically we'll start off talking about The Chosen, but uh, before we jump into that, I want to read a quick... Little thing from BaptistPress.com, and it says researchers found demographic splits between those who frequently or sometimes listen to or watch Christian broadcasts and those who rarely or never tune in. Self-identified evangelicals are more likely to watch Christian television at 69%, according to the survey, along with weekly church attenders 62% and African-Americans at 54%. Wow, that's a lot. I feel like Jason Sobor right now throwing out all these numbers. People are like, what? Um, <laughs>
1: Nobody knows what you're talking about right yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> it's the
0: book we're reading. Well, she's listening to. I'm reading. It's called Mysteries of the Messiah. Anyways, by by a guy who helps the chosen. So there you go. Show's over. Uh, they, are, <laughs> they also are more likely to listen to Christian radio compared to 32% of all Americans. About two-thirds of evangelicals, or 67%, are more than half of weekly church attenders at 57%. Are Christian radio listeners just under 46% of African Americans also tune in? Coffee burp. Uh, overall, <laughs> about one in four or 27, 27% Americans frequently or sometimes listen to Christian radio. More Protestants and non denoms Christians. 45% watch Christian television. 28% of Catholics. So on, so forth. We'll leave the uh, URL. In the show notes, if you want to continue to read on about all the statistics and numbers. But we don't want to continue to bore you. Really, honey? This is... uh, I just have a few questions, and it's just going to be us chit-chatting. So sit back, relax, buckle in, keep arms, hands, and all body parts inside the vehicle at all times. Are you ready?
1: Are we going on a Disney ride?
0: We're going on a magic carpet ride. All right, cool. I'll show you the world. (laughs) 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 Anyways... (laughs) The Chosen. Have you ever heard about it, listeners? We sure have. As you can see, I even wore my chosen hat this evening, or day, or morning, or afternoon, whatever time you're listening to it. So The Chosen. For those who do not know what The Chosen is, have you been hiding under a rock? One or now two. That's not
1: fair.
0: <laughs> it's pretty popular here in the States for our non- USA listeners.
1: Yes, but some people might not have social media, but they have podcast apps.
0: Did you just say some people might not have social media? Yeah. Boomers. (laughs) I had to fill in for Mark. (laughs) He barks like, yeah, (laughs) that's what I'm talking about. Uh. Anyways, so The Chosen is going to be a seven season series. Say that seven times fast.
1: Seven season series, seven season series, seven season series. I have lost count.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, uh, about the life of Christ, basically taking the Gospels. They're spreading them out. I think there's 10 episodes, eight episodes, eight eight to 12 episodes. I'm going to throw a range in there. uh, Per season, and it's all about the life of Christ, starting from kind of the beginning-ish, if you add in the specials, and it's supposed to end up. At the Resurrection. Um, this is a show that uh, Janiel and I found out about back in 2020?
1: 2020. We 2020. 2020. during lockdown. I
0: believe it came out in 2019 is when season one yeah, first so. aired. Uh, and we became fans pretty quickly in the year 2020 through season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, The long-anticipated season two came out in 2021, and they are getting ready to film season three here, I think, in the spring of 2022, I believe. I think think so. Um, So, yeah, that's what The Chosen is. Janelle, what are your thoughts about The Chosen? And would you recommend it? Uh, Okay. I'm asking you because I know you have some qualms
1: okay oh, no now you're making it sound like
0: i just have qualms
1: <laughs> okay
0: not michelle yes. quans though that would be wrong Quan. <laughs> i guess i guess i don't know <laughs> leave michelle out of this <laughs> anyways see i wish i was fast on the pad because i could do the, like the little laughy thing like mark does but i'm
1: oh not the crowd good. laughter anyways okay so i would recommend it uh because it is it's a good show sure and, um, I, like, I have learned things from sadly, I have learned, I've grown up in church and I've learned things from watching the show that I was like, no, that's not right. And then we've looked it up.
0: So the first time I remember that, right.
1: Was the first episode.
0: <laughs> Very first episode where in the first episode, Jesus, like it, it was the first episode, or second episode. Jesus like dispels know, the demons it's out the of first one. was it he dispels it's the, the first or the second I don't know like Mar- Mary of I, Mary of Magdala he like dispels the the demons that are like haunting her or whatever I just
1: didn't remember that she was demon possessed I didn't think that was right and I was like no she wasn't demon possessed was she It's just like one of those things that you just nobody really it, it's not like it's really well, talked about wasn't
0: it 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 gave they gave like a number of how many demons. Was that oh. maybe? I don't know. I don't remember. It was so long ago. Twenty twenty. I mean, you know, COVID in the and all show that.
1: or in the Bible?
0: In the show and the Bible. I thought there was like there was something spectacular that was like, wow! I can't believe that because I thought they said like how many?
1: I think in the I don't know. No, I think I think in the Bible it just says uh, many. I think. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, but I'm I just of didn't. It, it was just one of those things. You, it's it's like what you say. You know. You always learn. There's always something new to learn in the Bible. It never gets old because you're always going to learn something new. And it was just never something that I picked up on and didn't realize. And so when we were watching it, I I was like, is that right? And so we looked it up and it was like, oh, okay, well, learn something new.
0: Yeah. Seven. That's the thing that was like, what? Oh, okay. Seven demons. So yeah, they did. I think that I'm pretty sure. Luke 8, 2 was where they said that. Okay. Anyways, Sorry. Anyways
1: so yeah i mean i so you know there's been little things like that that i'm like oh okay you know learn something new every day
0: yeah definitely you Um, know which is good and and the thing about the chosen right is is that you will learn things but they do state in the very first episode that hey listen we are doing some things that line up with the bible but we are taking some creative licensing
1: and this is a tv show and
0: this is a TV show and that's always been the premise of and
1: it's not supposed to replace the Bible
0: right and they encourage everybody to go read your Bible and actually many of the reviews that I've read on the show um, and podcasts I've heard about the show a lot of people are saying like it's actually caused me to want to go and read my Bible more after watching the show and it's made Jesus more of a and we've talked about this of it makes them Feel more real seeing something like it's like
1: it, to it just me. It feels just makes real. them feel more relatable because yeah. maybe that's the better um, word for it, relatable. Because yeah, because to me it's like the typical Jesus movies. I don't think there's there's never been a Jesus show.
0: Not a show. There's been movies. movies yeah, lots well, of movies. G, the the longest one was Jesus of Naz- Nazareth, and I believe that was seven and a half hours long. Yep. And it's they, on Amazon Prime.
1: They played it. In my church.
0: I've always wanted to take on the mantle of watching that. But
1: I haven't. Is it the one that goes by like verse by verse? I don't know.
0: I've never watched it.
1: Okay. Well, in your typical Jesus movie, it's you basically. Blonde haired blue eyed. <laughs> if,
0: if you're Jesus. watching on YouTube, you can see me <laughs> doing my little pose.
1: And uh yeah. So like it just never. It's like, okay. Like that's probably not what he looked like since that's not what people look like
0: that's what people from, in the middle east do not look like that's right. the opposite of what they they are they are not blonde hair blue eyed jesus sorry
1: right and so it's just that right there always makes it unbelievable
0: so it's interesting how that came about though sorry to interject i'm horrible at this and i feel i get i'm getting the eye. i cannot believe you inter- <laughs> You interrupted me you shall not pass uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the different looks of Jesus actually came about because the church and painters and the artistry of the Catholic Church back in the Renaissance period would, like, depending on the region they were in, would change the appearance of Christ in the paintings and stuff to make it more relatable to the Christians in that region. I just learned this the other day, and I was like, that's very interesting. It is
1: interesting.
0: So anyways. Oh, and
1: there's nothing wrong with I'm not saying that anybody did anything wrong. I'm just saying, you know. It's probably most likely not what he looked like, so it's yes, just, right. yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, and so, you know, you watch The Chosen, and they have somebody that looks more like what...
0: Jonathan Rumi.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he,
0: he's he's still a, a white dude. He's just not blonde hair, blue eyes. He's brown, dark brown hair and, and brown he eyes. He
1: does a very good job at playing... Very
0: and, good, very good.
1: ...Jesus, yes. and makes... You know, in a lot of the Jesus movies that you see, it's like nobody knows what Jesus was like because we nobody is alive (laughs) that was around him. But um, we are all created in the image of God. And so you would think that God gave us laughter. So you would think that Jesus would smile and laugh. And at least in most of the Jesus movies I've seen, it's always this very like stoic Yes. Stoic version of somebody who is like
0: never laughs. Can't
1: crack a smile, right. you know, they have to be serious all the time sure. and like just like this perfect you know person and that is completely unrelatable to me. And so I feel like not that oh yeah, Jesus was just like us because he was perfect right. literally um
0: but they lose it, you know, because they they think that he's 100% deity which he is. But they lose the 100% human aspect of it during those portrayals. Right.
1: I mean, I I think God probably laughs. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, he's the one that created us. And since Jesus is God, like, you know.
0: Well, we have a range of emotions. I mean, it shows that, that you know, God saw something. He thought it was good. Or saw he created things. He, he said it was good. God gets angry. I mean, there's different emotions that you can see out of God throughout the Bible. So I would assume because God made us in his image.
1: So laughter would be one of to them. me, the good things about the chosen is that to me, it's like just made Jesus seem like a more relatable person, like somebody you would actually want to spend time with and want to be around. It's like probably how he actually what people wanted to be around Jesus. That's why he had tons and thousands of people surrounding him. You don't ton, thousands of people don't surround somebody that they don't want to be around for sure. hours and hours and hours just to hear them speak. And so he had to have been somebody that was relatable to a certain extent yeah. with how he was as a person. And so that has been always something that I really liked about the show. Right. And then there's things that I don't like about the show necessarily. Which we'll get into in a sec. Oh, okay. Hold off. Oh, okay.
0: Hold your horses. Look, like yes, i got to rein would, you in okay. like I do Mark. I
1: would recommend it because it is a very good okay. show.
0: What is your favorite... One liner from the Chosen. I've got mine. Mm. I said it in one of our podcast episodes a couple okay, weeks ago.
1: Okay, but what's necessarily like something that was
0: funny one-liner. or like something that touched you? Like, what's your f- most memorable like <gasps> one liner?
1: Okay, can I share too?
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: Okay, I don't remember it. Like quote. Sure. Okay, just, maybe this isn't even a one liner. Okay, my favorite part of the entire series is probably when Jesus is talking to Nicodemus Mm, and um, Nicodemus, they're talking and Nicodemus says something about, you know, you're him, you know, and I'm, I'm looking at the face of of God or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And he, I don't remember if he asks or he just hugs Jesus. I can't remember, but he hugs Jesus. And it's like this, he just start like Nicodemus just breaks down crying, and I always feel like I feel like that's how it would be for all of mm-hmm. us if we saw Jesus. It's like they had been awaiting and waiting and waiting for the Messiah to come, and here he is, and it's like this emotional release of like love, I'm sure that that you know you would feel if sure. If we could give Jesus a hug. That's my favorite part. Okay. Um, What's your second? Funny part is probably, and this is maybe controversial for some people, but the funniest part to me is when, um, I think it's in the second season. Oh, you're going to use mine. I already know
0: it. Go ahead. When
1: Jesus and the disciples go to stay with, yeah, I forget her name. It's the woman at the well. Yep. That, you're going to use mine. Okay. Well, then you share it.
0: <laughs> so I shared it a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, it's, it's the part where they're going to stay with the the samaritan woman um and i I don't know if her name is actually in scripture but they they made a name for her Uh, it might be in scripture i'm not sure maybe it's one of those things we should look up but um so they're going to stay and like she's back together with her husband and they're going the disciples and jesus are going to stay and they open the door and he's like oh you're more than welcome to come in he goes uh I just have to warn you, this one room, uh, you know, I've got many rooms, but one room is haunted by my, my dead uh, dead mother or dead grandmother or whatever. Yeah, something like that. And G- the guy who's playing Jesus is like, ooh, I'll take that one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: hilarious. <laughs> oh, I've never laughed it's so just, hard. I think
1: it's funny because it's like, yeah, so, like Jesus would be afraid if it right. was haunted, you know, right. like it's funny.
0: Yeah, uh, well, just a lot of things happened in season two that were just like very humorous, right. or like season one. Right? Here's another one that since you did one and a half, I'm going to do one and a half. Okay. I did another half of that one, but I'm going to do. But uh, so they, they show Simon Peter uh, in a, like a, a brawl. Right? They're they're fighting for money in season one. I believe it was episode one or two. One, I don't I don't know, but uh, <laughs> it's. The guy you end up finding out the guy he's fighting is his brother in law and they're fighting for money, uh, and he hits him and, and the guy's like down he's like and that's why they call me wine hands because I destroy your liver, you know get it because alcohol destroys your liver he punched him in the oh. liver he's like that's why they call me wine hands and it's <laughs> I don't like think I
1: ever got that
0: so before. so then later on he's sitting with his brother Andrew and his brother Andrew goes wine hands and he goes it sounded better in my head (laughs) (laughs) to me it was just classic but that
1: sounds like something you and mark would say to each other like something you would say i'd be
0: like hey i'm wine hands and mark would be like wine hands i'd be like well it sounded better in my head (laughs) but anyways so kind of diverging out of out of that you know we've shared some favorite moments of it and and i don't want to spend the whole episode just talking about the chosen i kind of want to dive into all of christian entertainment versus worldly entertainment but uh does christian Christian entertainment, right? Like shows like The Chosen. Uh, does, do they have to be biblically accurate? Do you, do you feel like that, you know, if, if we're portraying Jesus, it has to be verse for verse, nothing added, nothing taken away like scripture?
1: I, okay. <sighs> do, 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 so do, do. yes and no?
0: You can't pull one of them. Oh, that's a me line right there. Yes and no. I well, agree and disagree.
1: I think it was... I can't remember if it was this episode that we recorded or the last podcast, but we're one, so I, I get Dang to be it. like you. Dang it. So, <laughs> um, I, you, you need to be biblically accurate as far as, like, his character and who he what I, I say was, was as in him here on earth Um, because I think you can go too far with messing with, his character because if yeah so as far as his character i think 100 yes you need to be biblically accurate i don't really know about word for word i think if you're not trying to like put words in his mouth like that would be out of character then it's probably okay
0: so i would i would Semi agree. I'm not disagreeing. I I just I'll just give you my thoughts. So you're doing a yes and no. (laughs) I'm doing a i am doing a yes and no with you. Okay. (laughs) Um, I agree that I think when you're portraying Jesus, you should portray him in a in a semi accurate way. Like you don't want to portray Jesus, and this is the reason why we got rid of Netflix. You don't want to portray Jesus as a homosexual. Right. Sorry. That is to me that's blasphemy. Um, that's promoting a false Messiah and that's leading people to think that this is how Jesus was because that's what it does. Every time you betray Jesus, right, it's going to affect how people view Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we have to be careful and especially as uh Christian directors, you, you, you know, it, there needs to be some major thought and prayer gone into it. Um, I think that the chosen has done it very well though. I'm, you know, there's, there's been some things that we've talked about. It's like, eh, it's kind of touching the line there uh, mm-hmm. on some things. Um, they have never tried to be verse for verse, biblically accurate. If it doesn't say it, then we don't do it. You know, the, the, it's entertainment, right? It's a show, and they say, hey, this is a show. We're going to take some creative licensing where Scripture doesn't speak to this. We're going to kind of fill in the blanks. Like, think- we're we're using it as a roadmap. And we're going to fill the blanks in.
1: I think Dallas, the one of the writers, has even said that, I think 90% of the show is not in the Bible as far as as far as script.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what the percentage was. I don't
1: know, but it was a, like just as far as like the script wording, not necessarily the stories. I think most of the most of the storylines are it's just the actual script. Sure. Because it would be a very short episode. Right. <laughs> if it was just this, you know, what we had in the right. Bible. Right. Yeah, like, as as I'm
0: sure place. when we get to the part where Jesus weeps, I mean, what are you going to do? Just be like, caption, Jesus wept, move on to the next scene. <laughs> right. End of episode. Uh, you know, there would probably be a portrayal <clears throat> of it. Um, so I I think that you, you, it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yes, you want to be as close to accurate as you can because you don't want to misrepresent Scripture. But it's also entertainment, so there's that side of things. So, like, you know, we think the, the most one of the most memorable lines to us is the, ooh, I'll take that one, you know. Yeah. The, nowhere in scripture does it talk about that. And I don't right. think that's wrong because it does show a side of Christ that I do think is within his character of Humor? Very, yeah, humor. And, and, you know, there's, there's been anger, you know, the Sons of Thunder when they were doing stuff, irritation. And I think that that happens because we see that throughout the Bible. That's kind of some of the character of God. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, So I, I do think that you can do entertainment. I don't think it has to be 100% biblically accurate in the, in the stance of you have to go verse by verse and you can't leave any verses out. You have to follow the, whatever the storyline is because there's argument about even... Um, the way you know the the gospels are set up is it chronological? Because you know things are you know the timelines are messed up from gospel to gospel. Um, and I think most scholars believe that it's not an accurate like timeline of like this happened and then this happened and this happened. But it's more of hey, these are the important stories that we're going to tell from the author's point of view and how things portrayed and this all led up to this
1: moment. Or they've taken like um you know, people in the in the Bible that are real people, you know, that are mentioned in the Bible and I cannot remember his name now, but the um the one that was sitting under the fig tree?
0: Uh Nathaniel.
1: Okay. Um like they took Nathan, his story and they kind of created Uh, a background story for him which they we have no idea if that is anything that is close to some of
0: it yeah it's 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 believed through early church writings that he was some sort of architect right but we don't
1: know what happened no no he was fitting (laughs) sitting under the fig tree yes
0: we do uh, it says so in the Bible. Christ says it. I, I saw you under the fig tree.
1: Yes, I'm saying we don't know what got him there.
0: Oh no, no, yeah, right. I'm sorry. Right. I as mean, yeah. I, I thought you were saying no, we no, don't no, know no, he not. was sitting on the fig yes, tree. I'm like, we don't yeah, know we do. <laughs> what got him
1: to the point where he was sitting under the fig tree? And yeah, and so they create like a background story for him to get him to be sitting under the fig tree, and they say like, you know, this is just something that we're saying could have happened. Um, and then there's other stories like uh, the. Uh, parable of the good Samaritan Um, you know in the Bible it's like Jesus is sharing this story in, in one of the chosen episodes they actually um it's like they encounter one of the mm-hmm. robbers
0: mm-hmm.
1: um that beat up the man on the road and so and Jesus tells him like you know like the guy ended up being okay and like right. how this robber is like broken up inside about this happening and so like we don't know whether it was just a story or not or if that story actually happened and Jesus just used it. Like sure. we don't know.
0: So uh, going outside of the realm of the chosen, um, what what kind of, uh, you know, thinking about Christian movies, um, you know, the Kendrick Brothers movies and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like they're not following a biblical basis at all as far as like we're telling a story from the Bible. So I mean right. what yeah t- they're just writing. Sure. So what type of standard in Christian entertainment as a whole do you think that that we should have as creators and have as viewers or listeners?
1: Um should there be I, a standard? Yeah the standard should be if if you are a if you are creating Christian content like if you're making a christian show or christian movie um then the content should always be i think the end result should always be edifying like it shouldn't you but is shouldn't that, but
0: is that real life uh
1: i don't think that you can have edifying are you being devil's advocate right now no <laughs> You can have, okay, the end result of something can be edifying without the entire thing not being real. Like, you can have topics that are hard and them still be appropriate, I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Sure. And and I would agree with that. You know. Um,
1: like, okay, Fireproof is a movie and part of the movie deals with the husband.
0: And the pornography. Right, but they don't issue. show what sure. he's and, watching on the and,
1: computer. And they don't there's no sound. I think that
0: Christian entertainment, I would agree with that aspect that Christian entertainment should have some standard. There should be some lines that do not, you can't cross us like, like pornography. Like we're not going to go show nudity or a sex scene in a Christian movie as a creator or as a viewer, we probably should hold that standard. We're not, well, we no. not probably we should hold that standard (laughs) where we're not going to watch those things because those things lead to temptations and thoughts and lust in our mind, which causes us to sin. Um, So as a Christian creator, it would become a stumbling block or a possibility for a stumbling block for other people. And as a Christian viewer, it's just a huge temptation that's going to lead into sin, more than likely in the aspect of like a pornography scene or like a sex scene or something like that. But I think that sometimes as Christian creators, and like I look at the Kendrick brothers have come a long way from like fireproof or like courageous from flywheel. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Because it it was like very cookie cutter. Oh, like we can't do anything wrong. Like the worst part of that whole movie is he tells his wife to shut up. I'm sick of hearing you talk about this. If you don't like it, go eat something else.
1: <laughs> but and it I, was like I don't think I think it was just because okay. it was there first. It's like you and no, Mark, sure with your podcast. It's oh,
0: like, it's, yeah. Well, right. You
1: guys, I've never gone back and like to You should.
0: To your it's horrible. But no, like, it's not bad. Like you guys
1: always talk about how they're so horrible. No, but now you guys are.
0: The, like content, the content is good. It's just the delivery process from Mark and right. I were not. I
1: mean, that great. they just, they, they were basically starring in the movies themselves. I mean, right. the one, they still kind of do. Still does, right. But like, they were just using church members, which there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. But now they're like using trained actors sure. and stuff like that and
0: better gear and more money. And right. So it's just a matter it's of quality prog- prog- sometimes. Right, right. It's a progression. It's a natural progression and that's fine. But what, what I'm more pointing to is that they went from like a very almost unreal situation and lifestyle. You know, I think part of the edification process and, and this is why I think testimonies right. Are so, are so great to hear is that there's a reality behind it. Right. Um, when when I have heard testimonies of people that you know were you know gun smugglers or you know whatever, and they've come to Christ, and that moment that they've come to Christ, and how they explain it all, and it's just like wow, that is so powerful. And I think that mm. in a, in movies, right? So we're not talking so much about, but I, it could pertain to books or audio books as well. Um, those moments can be so much more powerful when there's some reality behind it. Now, it doesn't have to be grotesque reality, right? We're not going to mm-hmm. show the pornography. We're not going to... I don't need to swear and cuss like a sailor to lead up to the... It There is a powerful moment, but you can show that that powerful moment, but kind of filter some of that other stuff along the way. Like, you could portray, like, a guy closing a door, and, like, you got to get the message of what's going on with, like, a prostitute or something. Like right, you don't right. have to go in and show them anything, but well, you can just show...
1: Like, you know, like in Fireproof, they show Kirk Cameron sitting in front of a computer computer but your view is his face and right. all you see is you know the light that like a tv would right. make on
0: right but room. but you get enough of it <laughs>
1: but you know what's going on but you
0: get enough of it to know what's going on exactly and i guess that's what i'm talking about of you there's there's a lot of christian content out there that it's so not it's real un, it's unreal it's very it's very dare i say hallmarkish
1: no <laughs> it's very, don't go there it's very hallmarkish don't we go there. Like, it's very
0: predictable and it's not based on reality I know I love you I'm sorry I'm sorry to pick on your hallmark <laughs> just but.
1: because something is not realistic doesn't make it not enjoyable sure
0: but if I exactly if I want to watch a Disney movie I'm going to know hey I'm going to watch a Disney movie and it's not reality but if I'm going to watch a movie that I want to see some reality like some edification I want some reality well, yeah I don't wanna be like, oh no, they broke up and okay, they're gonna get together nobody, at the end and kiss.
1: Nobody <sighs> watches Hallmark movies and expects reality. Sure,
0: right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. It's very hallmarkish because it's not reality. But
1: And there are Hallmark movies that you like.
0: But then we watch stuff like like you and I watched the uh, This Is Us, right? So Mm -hmm. this is, and, and how often do we like, this is so sad and depressing because it's real life. And it's like, yes, there's some things that are probably questionable, right? They're right up there on the line that there's a language and there's some, there's some stuff like where they're seen and like covered up in bed and like, it's just questionable, but it's so real that you, it draws on your heartstrings, right?
1: The yeah, like the moments between the family members. Yeah, it's like like man, this is so real. real The struggles that they have, right? Exactly, that would actually happen in life.
0: And I think that that's where it speaks most, and it touches our lives most. And I'm not saying that Christian entertainment has to go as far as like that, but but that's where okay. So you're just saying
1: what like things have an impact and things that are just like. Literally Hallmark is purely entertainment. Like Hallmark movies don't have an impact on my life.
0: Right. And you can't go into it. They're just enjoyable to watch. You you know you're going into it watching a fairy tale. Yeah. Right, exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like you know it's not gonna have any impact. It's not reality. It's Right. They haven't
1: changed the way I've lived my life or anything like that.
0: To me, it's no different than watching. Like a Disney movie, right? I'm gonna watch Hallmark, I'm gonna yeah. watch a Disney movie. It's an enchanted castle with a prince and a princess and a, oh there's the evil witch and sorcery and
1: There are never any evil witches in Hallmark movies.
0: No, just Disney movies. Yeah. So but that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I know what you mean. <clears throat> so going into all that, is it okay to watch worldly entertainment or listen, such as music or or read or Janelle, don't give me the Christian answer. Give I'm me the real not.
1: answer. I, <laughs> yes, but that's another yes and no. Sure. It, yes, to a certain extent, because yes, it's okay to watch things. Okay, I guess it also depends on the person, though, too. Sure. There are people that, uh, for whatever reason, no, it's... Uh, I don't know how to explain it, but you know, like there may be somebody who maybe entertainment is just something that, uh, makes you super lazy and you never get anything done. And so maybe you shouldn't watch any kind of entertainment, Christian or not Christian. Um,
0: are you talking to me? No, (laughs) just kidding.
1: (laughs) Um, but, and then there's other people that maybe, um, maybe the, non-Christian entertainment is, I don't know, maybe it just doesn't, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> maybe it doesn't do anything good for their life. Like maybe it draws them away sure. for whatever reason. And so for that person, no, maybe not. Um, I don't think that there's anything wrong with non-Christian entertainment as long as it's within certain Standards, I so, guess so is what you, I'm trying to say. You shouldn't. So
0: you would say that there's a stand. There should be some standards, but those standards, as far as what a Christian watches, yes. There's hard standard lines, but then there's some standard lines that pertain to individual personalities. Like if, like you were saying, if somebody is going to watch entertainment and never get anything done and become slothful because they're watching entertainment, right. whether Christian or worldly, right. maybe they should say that's a standard that they need to set for themselves of and maybe not just not watch it at all, but maybe, Hey, I'm only going to watch it 30 minutes a day and set a time right. limit for themselves. Um, or you got people that go, Hey, you know, seeing that door close or seeing that computer screen, that's too much for me. Cause it gets my mind going. Maybe I need right. to set that standard for me though. It's nothing wrong with what they're doing like as how they're showing it as the creator, it, it pushes me somewhere that I I don't need to be. So I can't watch stuff like that. Or right. like your parents, like, you know, and I talked about this before of the, you know, with Rodney Buse on his episode, which is actually going to air Tuesday after this episode. It's a bonus episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, <laughs> but we recorded it before this episode, but it's going to air this, this coming Tuesday. Um, but we, t- I talked about your parents about how they have a standard. We talked about it last episode that you were on about they will not watch anything other than G or PG movies or movies.
1: Yeah, unless it's uh, there's a clear play yeah, or something like that. Or, yeah. Right,
0: but they've set that standard that that's the standard, and to us, it's not a standard that we need to live by. And your parents, by no means, have ever pushed that standard on anybody. But that's the standard that they've set up for themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And it's not a hard, fast Christian. You're not a Christian or you're sinning if you go past that standard. But it's a standard that they've established for themselves that they won't cross. Right. And that's their choice. And Right. The, because
1: at the time, I mean, they made that rule when I was like, I don't know. I, I don't even know for as long as I can remember. But it was more of like, okay, well, we know that the way things are right now with movies and different things that if we set the standard with those ratings, pretty much... Make it safe. impossible to see anything that would be inappropriate, sure. which now is not the case. Right, you have to be careful with
0: G. Yeah,
1: I don't know about G.
0: G? Uh, well, G has been like I've I, it was G or PG is one of them have been like the the homosexual dads like hugging and kissing and stuff like that on cartoons I've seen
1: in G G. It's sure either not?
0: G or PG. Got to
1: be PG. Maybe
0: it's PG. Well, I don't but know because
1: there's why too, and I don't know if that's just that's
0: like seven used and under TV, or yeah, if it's, they use that it's for usually, movies now. Usually, yeah, y seven it's is only TV, but yeah. yeah,
1: but um, yeah, so I think it, yeah, it just depends on you, you have to be careful no matter what anymore because sure. everybody has different standards of everything. Sure, now
0: I think the hard standards for a Christian are easy to look at, like lust, pornography. You know those those are some pretty like softball knock them out of the park. It's easy to set those lines and those standards, and then it comes down to personal standards, which you need to self evaluate. How does this helping me draw closer, or is it taking me away from God? Um, and and I really need to evaluate even like music, right? So if I'm listening to um, the oldie station, you know maybe I'm just listening to it for entertainment and singing along and yada yada yada. But maybe for somebody else, it's causing them to. I don't know, not focus on God ever and that's all they want to do or whatever the, the case may be, but that standard is not the same for them as it is for me. Right. And so I think we would agree that the the hard standards, look to the Bible, right? Look to the Bible for those hard standards and then the standard beyond that stuff that may cause you to sin. Personally, those are your self-standards that, um, you know, maybe you shouldn't push on other people, but you can have mm-hmm. those and voice that you have those standards just...
1: So it makes me think of uh, somebody that we're friends with that they shared with us at one point that they didn't let their kids watch Toy Story and not because there was anything wrong with Toy Story or that they felt like Toy Story was inappropriate, but because their kids picked up from Toy Story um, the negative aspects Mm -hmm. and not... The 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 storyline of Toy Story isn't negative, but just, you know, some of the characters here and there would I think say like they would call somebody an idiot or something like that. And that's what their kids for whatever reason picked up on in that movie and they found that when they watched that movie, their kids would start saying, you know, that to each other and and we're not using it. I mean, you shouldn't call anybody an idiot, but you know they right. they were saying things to each other that they shouldn't say. Um, and so they just decided that their kids weren't going to watch toy story, sure, which is totally fine. And I feel like it's the same with our kids too, is it's like, you can have a really great storyline, but for whatever reason, your kid doesn't pick up on the moral of the story. They picked up on the, well, they were being mean to each other and that's how we're going to act out with our dolls.
0: Yeah.
1: They pick up on that part and so we've had to do that too where we've you know taken a break from something or a certain um, show that
0: has good morals to it right the end of the story is that they were wrong they got punished or whatever they realized they were wrong we're talking about a show on on youtube about it's barbie characters or girls playing with these barbie characters which we won't name the 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 channel because there's nothing wrong with the channel it's just we're not going to name it but um but yeah, our, our kids were picking up those na 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 aspects where they were gonna get in trouble for those aspects. Right? They
1: were just trying to show you know realistic relationships between sister or cousins, cousins and or just friends. And you know, like this person, you know, like this friend is jealous of this friend, and so they act out. But in right. the end of these stories, they always end up either you apologizing. Know, they, they get in trouble for what they did wrong. They right. apologize and they end up you know making up for what they did, or it, it ends up a good story. Right. Um, it ends in the right way. Right. And our kids just were not picking up on it. And so we took a long break from it and explained to them why we were taking a break from it. And I, they actually stopped doing a lot of it.
0: And now we let them kind of watch one here and there. And right. Just not as much as and as frequently as we were.
1: It did help, though, because they're seeing these dolls... Being mean to each other. And so when they would play with their dolls, I hear them being mean, like right. mean. And I'm like, why are you doing that? And they're like, well, the dollies are doing it. I'm like, yeah, but you're making them You're controlling that. the dollies. Yeah, right. You know, and you guys are like making each other mad by yeah. doing that. And so it's not doing anything good for anybody. Right. And those are things that I think we're talking about that if you have those kinds of situations or other situations with what you're watching and it's not adding anything good to your life, then and it's being, it's a negative impact on you, then you probably shouldn't watch it.
0: And likewise, you know, you mentioned sweetheart, the, the, on the last episode podcast about the, the leader in the church that was trying to pressure you guys kind of about watching that movie. You guys weren't Mm -hmm. supposed to watch, you know, we have to be careful too, even with our standards, our standards, we might be more free in Christ in our standards on some aspects that aren't crossing those hard line, like biblical truths. Um, like, um, there's some Disney movies that we allow our kids to watch that, that your sister and her husband don't want their kids to watch at this point in time for, for various reasons. Mm-hmm. And it would be wrong for us to try to pressure them into letting their kids watch it or, or having their, cause then we become the stumbling block at that point. And so right. you have to be careful when you're dealing with other people. And this is part of, uh, of the growing together in a relationship as brothers and sisters in Christ is you don't want to be the stumbling block. You may have a freedom in Christ. And this and this pertains to many things. You know, we've talked about it on the podcast about um, even alcohol. Back when we were talking about is, uh, I, I forget what how, what the episode name was, alcohol is sin basically is what we were going over, is drinking a, is drinking a sin. Mm-hmm. And uh, how it may not necessarily be a sin, but it may be a stumbling block for other believers. So you have to be careful with the freedom that you have, depending on who you're around, right? And, go back and list that episode. Cause there's a lot more to it. Um, I'll actually put it in the show notes. I'll type it in, in a sec. Remind me to type that in after the show, the, to put that in the show notes, but, uh, <laughs> um, pressure. Yeah. So this is, uh, it's one of those things that, that just because you have a freedom or your standards, uh, my standards different than, than your standard Janiel. Mm-hmm. Um, that I have to be careful because, or you have to be careful, vice versa, depending on if my standard, like if I have a standard that's like, I'm not going to watch this. And then you come along and you're like, Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. And you know, Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. You need to watch that. And it's kind of pressure and, and, I'm feeling a little convicted because I've done that with your mom. Uh. <laughs> well, well, I've done that with her mom several times about a movie. You're talking about Saving Mr. Banks. Yes, I am. Well, I've done that too. Because it's PG-13 and she said, no, we're not watching PG-13. That's third. And I'm like, come on. I'm like, there, there's nothing wrong with it. It's one swear word and they show some alcoholism and it. But it's her standard and it's, mom, if you're listening, I repent to you publicly because I shouldn't. Pressure anybody or become a stumbling block for anybody in those situations, um, and we have to be careful in those situations so we don't become stumbling blocks. Mm-hmm. So uh, the chosen versus the world. I mean, I guess this is my final thought, and I, I'll you know I'll let you give your final thought. and We'll land the airplane here. Okay. Um, but the chosen versus the world. Uh, look at Christian entertainment. I, I think my. I'm just going to do a quick overview of uh, one go watch the chosen if you haven't watched it there's a free app the chosen app you can watch it for there for free they require no payment you can watch it as many times you want for free as far as christian entertainment goes i think christian ent- entertainment is good it's it's wholesome for the family most times i do think that there needs to be in some aspects some realism and not so much hallmarkiness I know. I've used that as a derogatory word now. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with home. Well, teach his own on Hallmark. I won't say there's nothing okay, wrong because there is on, that.
1: It depends on the, the there's, movie. There's
0: some stuff on Hallmark that I'm like, eh. Uh, but, uh, you know, so I think that it's it's important to um, have some real realism um, in Christian entertainment. I think that we have to ha- uh, look at the standards uh, that the Bible sets up for us. And make sure we hold fast to those standards and then look at our own personal lives and our walks and how things affect us and set up those other safeguards to keep us from falling into sin or becoming stumbling blocks for other people, depending on who we're around. Um, it's just another reason, good reason to, um, the Bible talks about how the tongue is sharper than any two-edged sword. If I'm just going out blurting off things with my mouth all the time and not knowing who, who I'm saying what to, um, I can get myself into trouble or call somebody to stumble, and so i got to be careful with that. And again, conviction overwhelms me. <laughs> uh, not that I purposely try to do that to anybody, but I'm sure I have. And so um, that's kind of my final thought. I think that entertainment is okay within reason. You must be careful, and each individual must evaluate it for themselves past the hard stance I keep saying that because it's so important. I don't want anybody to mishear me or misunderstand what we're saying. That there is a biblical standard on a lot of topics, right? And those things that aren't covered in the scripture, those gray areas, quote unquote. I think we need to establish standards for ourselves wherever those standards look like. So that's my final thought. What you got, Janiel? Uh,
1: well, you kind of covered it all. Well.
0: Dagummit! Let's go down to the county fair. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I mean, I I think the same thing. I uh, I think, I think the chosen, I think, is something that um, I think everybody should give it a try because it is really good. Whether or not you want to continue watching this series for whatever reason, that is totally up to you. And if you feel like it's just not your cup of tea because you feel like it is being disrespectful to the Bible sure. then that's totally up to you but um, yeah I think I think Christian entertainment is definitely a good thing and I think we do need it because there's way too much junk out there sure and um, yeah I think that's all I got all right
0: well if that's all you got I think we all know what it's time for
1: it's time for fun facts with <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there it is our little nuggy nug <laughs> our oldest daughter now and it, it just warms my heart every time i hear it and i've said that through several podcasts she doesn't
1: but laugh like that anymore though. I know, now now she uh, does this like little like high-pitched yeah, yeah. thing. That she follows
0: after her daddy i think she's just hee-hee.
1: copying bluey Sure. The way Bluey and Bingo laugh.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, the fun fact. Do you want to read this fun fact? It's an no. easier one. No. no. You, you're just scared of reading the fun fact. I facts, can't huh?
1: read that far away. I do not have my glasses on. Do you want me
0: to hand it to you so you can be no. like, yeah, let me squint. But anyways, the fun fact of the day. Janelle, did you know? This is more for Mark. I should have saved this for Mark. But did you know that freelancers originally referred to self-employed? They were sword-wielding mercenaries. Literally, they were free lancers. <laughs> they had free lances. Yeah. Not not really, but kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Anyways, uh, thanks for joining us today on Real Talk Christian Podcast. We appreciate you guys being with us each and every week. Um, Janelle, thank you again for filling in for Mark while he's down in Knoxville just partying it up. Not really, but oh, he is down welcome. there.
1: Mark, come back soon because this is really <laughs> your spot. <laughs>
0: she, she told me in between podcast. can I share this real fast? Yeah, I don't care. She told me in, in between podcasts, this is harder than it sounds. <laughs> it's I'm just like, awkward. <laughs> it, it is a little bit more difficult than what most people would realize. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, you guys can reach out to us at realtalkchristianpodcast.com at that place. You can hit all of our episodes. You can you know, do just about everything. You can email us. Uh, if you didn't want to go there and you just wanted to email us, Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. You could also text or call us. We may answer the call. We may not. We have full time jobs. But text always works, 574 400 5352 If you have not done so already, if you're on Facebook, we have a new Facebook community group, Real Talk Christian Podcast Community. Go ahead and join that. Uh, We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Janelle, is there anything that I'm missing?
1: Not on Snapchat yet.
0: No, we don't do the (laughs) the Snapcrack. I'm not on Snapchat.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: So I think that covers it all. If you haven't left a review yet on Apple's iTunes, you still have a chance to enter the 100th review giveaway. We're going to draw a name out of the 100 reviews and give away a study Bible and some other stuff. Uh, Is there anything else I missed?
1: I don't think don't think so.
0: Well, I guess until next time.
1: Take it easy. Take
0: it easy.